This is the Negro League Podcast with Preach Jacobs. Gentlemen, what's going on? This is the Negro League Podcast. I go by the name of Preach Jacobs. We are sponsored by Mo Better Soul Clothing. Go to MoBetterSoul.com. Enter code Negro to save 10% on your next order. Please buy something because I'm broken than a motherfucker. Let me stop. I'm just kidding. But we have some real cool shit on there. Uh, the new print shirts are really, really dope. I know fall is coming, so we're going to have some new designs. And yada, yada, yada. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while. I don't know how long it's been. It's been a few months. And um, I guess this is kind of a pod to kind of give you guys a rundown of what's been going on. As you heard me clink my uh, wine glass. Um, I guess the best way to kind of uh, fill you guys in is to first talk about some stuff that I was going to put on here. Um, So a few months ago, I was doing these interviews with like really, really cool people in town. These really dope uh, joints that we were filming. So I had had this whole process where I had about four or five interviews and I had a filmographer come in. And the way to do it, right, is instead of having four or five different dates to record stuff four or five different times, is that you set one day and just knock everybody out. You know, have interview one after the other, one after the other. And we did that. So it was just me changing my clothes like it's an award ceremony or something like that. And we recorded a bunch of these interviews. And <laughs> this motherfucker never sent the footage. <laughs> and some of the far, some of the stuff is is time sensitive. So there's a lot of stuff that's probably expired on them by now. I think one of the interviews is with uh, the homie Dre from Thelonious Drunk. We were talking about the Knicks being in the playoffs. My stomach is growling. I don't know if the mic is gonna pick it up, but usually it does. So y'all can laugh at me and tell me to to eat <laughs> to eat a crouton or something when I get done with this. But anyways, we did these interviews. We never got them, but I actually have the audio from these interviews. So even though there's a lot of stuff that um, might be outdated, it'll make sense to kind of uh, put these up at some point in time. So I'm working on that. So it'll probably be called, you know, uh, the Negro League uh, Lost Episodes or something like that, where I had some really, really cool interviews and some really cool people um, in town. Uh, So that's coming soon. So I don't know. It might be later this week, might be next week. I have no idea. I'm still all over the place with this stuff. Uh... Because I think at the end of the day, if one of the things that we realize with COVID is that, you know, when you hit that wall of just trying to survive and and trying to stay busy and and work, the idea of being creative sometimes is like on a back burner. But the irony of all that is the thing that kind of get me out of those ruts is to do things like this. So for all my two listeners, I love you so much. Thank you all for listening. And this is kind of like the rundown of what's going on. Um. The second explanation of uh, why it's been a while since I've done this pod, and and I've written about this for the people that's read some of my work um, here in Columbia, South Carolina. Um, if you guys are interested, y'all can check out my stuff on my uh, IG pages, and I have some links, a lot of stuff that I'm doing. But um, one of the other reasons it's been kind of a while since I've done something was uh, back in <laughs> back in February. Having a conversation with my mom. The best place to have a conversation with your mom? Yeah, I was on the toilet. All right, so be it. So we're having this conversation that we're talking about fucking curtains, right? Not about me fucking curtains, but we're talking about curtains. 
<laughs> and the idea was she was trying to give me some ideas of where to go because I wanted some curtains in my place, blah, blah, blah. And in the middle of the conversation, she said something like, yeah, blah, 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 such and such has some curtains. And, you know, your dad, you know, he's going to the doctor today because, you know, he has cancer. So he's going to talk to you guys about that. Oh, you know who has curtains? Big Lots. And I'm like, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's like, I was like, mom, you can't just like gloss over that. I was like, does, is dad going to the doctor to see if he has cancer or does dad have cancer? She pauses and she says, your father has cancer. So luckily I was on the toilet because <laughs> skadoosh, right? But um, <laughs> my father, my father was diagnosed with uh with prostate cancer. And the only reason I'm talking about this now is um I wanted to make sure that his treatment was done before I went public with any of that stuff. And I ended up writing about it. Um, and like I said, if you guys go to my pages, I'll have links and stuff like that on here. Matter of fact, when you look at the um the the description on this episode of the pod, I'll definitely have that in there as well. Um, so I didn't want to talk about it publicly until he finished his treatment. So he went through his treatment for a, a few months, had to do like 30 to 40 rounds of radiation. Um, and it was looking like we was getting, you know, to the end of that. And it was looking good. And God bless my father. He's been going through the fucking ringer lately, man, where it was like uh, as soon as he finished his radiation treatment, like his best friend for like 40 years passes away, surprisingly. So like, I can't imagine what he's been going through with all that. So when he gets done with this radiation treatments, they have to put these, as, as my dad calls it, he's like, son, they have to put these, these radiation pellets up my ass. Like just imagine John with a spoon from Friday. That's how my dad talks. Right. And so <laughs> just more country. And so we were thinking that he would probably have to get, I don't know, like five or 10 pellets up his ass as he says it was over a hundred of them so i hope that puts it in perspective uh how serious it was and you know he's an og like right so as soon as he gets done with this treatment you know it's just this hardcore procedure all you know they're putting radiation pellets up your ass and they're asking my father like hey you know you have any questions about the procedure any long-term effects and blah 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 and all he asks is like <laughs> where can i cut the grass again Yo, shout out to old black men and their, and their lawns. It's the most important shit ever to them. I promise you, like they love it. I remember this one time years ago. It was mad random, but um, my dad had this sign, like this uh, award in the in the kitchen, and it was like lawn of the month. And I took a picture of that shit and I put it on Facebook. And when my dad goes out and about, there's people that follow my Facebook page and they go to my dad and be like, "Yo, congratulations on lawn of the month." He was like, "What?" How did you know about that? <laughs> and they said they saw it on my Facebook page. That motherfucker cussed me out so hardcore. And I'm like, Dad, like, why are you so angry about this? Like, you cut the grass every day. Like, be happy that people shout you out. So, anyways, shout out to uh, old school black men that cut the grass four or five times a week, even if it's 100 degrees outside. Um, but, yeah, so that was the only thing he asked when he got done with, with this treatment. And he was real funny. And I could tell this story because he ain't going to fucking listen to this podcast. But it was like, he was telling me. <laughs> when they got done with the procedure, he came to me. And I said, well, Dad, how you feeling? He's like, oh, son. Oh, this lady lied to me, son. I don't know what happened. He's like, well, he was trying to say catheter, but it sounded like he was saying Cadillac. He's like, you had a Cadillac. <laughs> Cadillac on my penis, son. And he said, the lady, the lady said they was going to take it out. And, and they said, Mr. Jacobs. We're going to count the three and we're going to take it out. 
And I was like, oh, okay. He said, and the woman went, one gank. I was like, really? He said, oh, son. Oh, son, I was pissing all over the place, son. <laughs> oh, son, I couldn't stop. I was apologizing to the lady. Oh, boy. She lied to me, son. So uh, he was really, really dramatic about that. I think, and I don't know this for sure, but I'm assuming, like, in the medical field, they do that because if you count to three, maybe you might tense up and fuck something up. So who knows? So um, to the nurse, shout out to whoever you are that had to take my dad's Cadillac out of his penis. We we, we salute you. And um, I should send you like a Christmas card or something. But uh, but yeah, so he went through all that whole thing with uh, with this treatment and um, his, his best friend passed away. And the the day of his best friend's funeral I was uh, as at my parents' house with my sister, and and my parents show back up after the funeral, and my mom comes to me. Cause I remember it was the day after my brother's birthday. It's June the twenty second, and my mom comes to me and she says, um, "Well, Derek, something I have to tell you. I didn't want to tell you and your brother yesterday because it was his birthday, and y'all were hanging out and chilling and having a good time and whatever." And I and in my brain, I'm like. The fuck she gonna tell me that me and dad are gonna divorce or something? Like, <laughs> right? Like, they've been together 50 years. Get the fuck out of here, right? And then there was this this thought that kind of ran through my mind where I was just like, yo, what if my mom has cancer too? And I was like, nah, that can't be the case. And she says to me, she said, I went to the doctor and um, she's like, I have breast cancer. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, yeah, we have to have surgery, all this other stuff. And so, and so, you know, She's trying to give me the 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 you know the everything's gonna be all right look that they, that your parents try to give you. She was real sweet about it. I guess she felt bad because I made fun of her about how she told me that my dad had cancer. How she kind of just casually just dropped it in there. You know what I mean? And so I give her credit for that. And then uh, <laughs> I try to be cool about it, and it was great. And then I, I went home and I had like the Kerry Washington cry. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 men think they're gonna have the Denzel glory tear, the little single tear to fall on your face. Nah, nah, son. It was Kerry Washington. It was it was hyperventilating. You know, you ever, you ever get whooped as a kid and you start crying? And and, and as I older, I, I when I get older, I think about this shit. I really think our parents were trying to fuck with us. Because they would ask you questions in the middle of you crying, <laughs> right? And I think they did it just out of pure entertainment to hear you try to, like, answer questions <laughs> while hyperventilating, you know what I mean? Like, so, <laughs> so are you sorry for what you did? <laughs> you not, right? You not. Speak to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, what? Yes, man. You know, I really, I really, really and truly think parents were just assholes back in the day. Because they're like, the fuck you going to try to interview us for? <laughs> you know, whooped our asses. Like, why are you, why are you trying to do a Q&A? Like, fuck that. But, um, so I had my Kerry Washington cry. And, and my brain just kind of just shifted into everything. It was just like, I right, well, um, all the creative shit, whether it was the podcast or trying to work on music or do things like that. I just didn't think about it. It was just, you know whatever my family needs so um my mom's been on chemo she's had uh her second session as we do this uh pod she's had two sessions so far she'll probably go into the rest of the year uh with chemo and then after that she has to do radiation so you know just real life shit going on right it's it it just kind of puts things in perspective especially when you have um two parents going through things at the same time and and i'm grateful because i i have friends that have lost parents due to covid and all that stuff so um 
I'm grateful that they're here, but that's kind of the rundown. So it's not complete neglect that I haven't done one of these podcasts. And it ain't like y'all been in my DM DMs telling me to do another episode. Like I get it. So it's like, who cares, right? I care, motherfucker. But uh that's what's been going on with all that. So um, I'm going to try to do these episodes where I have these interviews to do these lost episodes and post these things up soon. So keep your eyes open for all of that. And again, um, I've written about um, a little bit about what, what my family has been going through as far as like the um, the journey with my family dealing with my, my parents dealing with cancer. And I, and I did that specifically because what you realize is how little we talk how little we communicate right like i have two parents dealing with cancer and i have a special needs sister and i say that to say those are like real conversations that have to be had where you know when a parent gets sick you have those talks about all right what are we gonna do you know and then when both of your parents get sick at the same time it's it's really kind of a a, a glaring thing that's right in front of you so it forces us to have those conversations and to communicate more and you know throughout all this stuff you know, the day my father, um, the week my father was going to do his first radiation treatment, it was a Sunday, and he was going to start the next day. And I remember I was at my parents' house, and it was just melancholy as fuck, right? It was just really, really uncomfortable. We weren't really speaking. It was just this this tension that was just in the air. And, and I ran to my car, and I had a deck of Uno cards, and it was kind of like a shot in the dark. Like, all right, let's figure out if this is going to work. So um, I bring the Uno cards in the house and I convince my family to sit and play Uno. And that was February. We haven't missed a Sunday since. Right. So every Sunday we, we play Uno and and it's been really uh, a really life changing experience because I actively want to hang out with my family. You know what I'm saying? And, and let's let's be honest. It sounds really sweet and it, and it's really sweet. My my family, they're really terrible assholes. Like <laughs> like right? I'm the, I'm the only one in the family that like talks about seeing a therapist. I can't be the only person in the family to get professional help because like we try to use Uno as a way of like you know, if there's some terrible shit that happened in my childhood or my brother's childhood, somehow, some way it comes out when you're dropping a draw four. You know what I mean? If your dad, if your dad want to tell you you're a fucking disappointment, he tells you that when he hits you with a draw two. So there's there's a lot of stuff that that's coming out that's like it's healthy, but you know, it can't just be the only thing that we do. But I'm glad to have that dialogue. I'm glad for us to to go out and do that. And I've written about that as well. So if you guys want to check any of that stuff out, um, it'll be on my on my, my socials and also in the description when you guys check out the pod. All right. So enough personal shit. Um, I wonder what other things have we missed in the past few months? I'll tell you one thing. All right. Something that's been on my mind. that's really, 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 really fucking bothering me. I'm old, man. I'm washed up. I, I wear sweatpants everywhere. I, I'll be honest with you, and I'm wearing these motherfuckers right now. I used to fucking hate Crocs. Oh my God. I hated motherfucking Crocs. I thought it was the ugliest things ever. I mean, if you work in the service industry and you work in the kitchen all day, some shit like that, I get it, right? Um, but God damn it, Adidas came out with these uh <laughs> they call, these Adidas clogs, Crocs, whatever the fuck you call. They were dope they dope as shit, right? Maybe dope as shit is, is too too strong. But they were they were cool. And I saw them, and they were like 20-something bucks. And I was like, yeah, I'll try them out. Now, I'm wearing them right now, and and I love them. 
And I laugh at that because if you would have asked the preach 10 years ago, how does he feel about sweatpants? I would have just like scoffed at him. If you would have asked preach, <laughs> how does he feel about Crocs? I would have laughed at your face. And the fact that I'm a guy that's doing both of those right now, this is where we are. And so I say that to say the thing that gets me excited in life is buying a fucking candle. Nothing gets me happier than to go to like uh, a TJ Maxx or Michael's, you know, my mom had a birthday last week and somebody got her like a gift card. It's like Kohl's. And my mom said, I get this gift card. As long as you find me a candle, you get yourself one too. So God damn it. Let's go. <laughs> so I go, I go to Kohl's I find a candle that I ended up going to like TJ Maxx. And, and this is really, really, really bothered me. There was a motherfucking Mac and cheese candle at TJ Maxx. What the fuck are we doing? Right. Why is there a macaroni and cheese candle, right? And shame on me, because I smelled it. I don't know why I did it, but I I guess to do the podcast, and you need more information. So it's like you follow up. <laughs> My parents have cancer with, nigga, there's a mac and cheese candle. Either way, I don't know why it bothered me so much. I was just thinking, like, what situation would that work? I guess if you run, like, a, a rib joint... <laughs> A barbecue shack It might be kind of a really cool idea To have those motherfuckers around To kind of like get people excited about it But if you're buying mac and cheese candles For your apartment Yo, like Please seek help Because I have no clue who's buying this shit But um, Candles is my new thing Right Um, Anything bourbon So there's like a vanilla bourbon candle You know what I'm saying Vanilla tobacco Those are my joints So for all the guys You know, like around Christmas When women get excited to go to Bed Bath Beyond or wherever the place is in the mall Like motherfucking like women are like lining up At like 5 in the morning to buy these candles And these candles are like ooh I got 3 candles for 50 bucks like fuck all that Go to TJ Maxx get a dope candle for like 7 bucks trust me This is your this is your uncle preach telling you Go there you'll love it Secondly what, what's been going on The past few months right cause it's been a while since we've done this So I guess rest in peace to Michael K. Williams Um Fuck 50 Cent And that's a whole nother rant i can get into another time i kind of want to write about it but um michael k williams from from the wire boardwalk empire and more recently lovecraft country um passed away uh from a drug overdose um a really 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 great uh black actor uh for over the years and i'm rewatching the wire and boardwalk right now just kind of you know he was really great in everything he was in but i think we we didn't value him as much as we should have and and that's not to speak ill on on us, right? Because I, you know, I work part time at a record store, and I used to work at a record store years ago. And it was one of those things that anytime somebody, a musician, would pass away, then their sales would go up, and then you would have people getting frustrated and angry about it. It's like, hey, man, that's what's supposed to happen. Like we're supposed to do that. I don't feel bad about it, um, you know. So I say. Watch his work, support his work, because, you know, these people have families and and the more we watch, the more we pay attention that can help out their families. Um, uh, Shit. Speaking of people that passed away, I think I saw something the other day about um, Anthony Johnson, um, the comedian that played Azale on Friday. He passed away uh, last week. Uh, Shout out to him and his family. Um, I don't know. If this is still going on, but I saw something the the other day about him passing away and his wife saying that 
they didn't have enough money to bury him. So they have a GoFundMe right now to to help with the funeral costs, which is really frustrating because it's like, yo, man, I'm not going to speak on what other people should do with their money, but you was in a movie with, like, motherfucking Ice Cube, and this should be his wife should not be uh, looking for help uh, to bury him. But last I checked, they were asking for 20 grand and it was up to like $800 and I donated a couple of dollars. Like, look, I'm an artist. I'm broke. I tried to send what I could, um, but I'll put that link in this uh, description as well. If y'all want to help out with that. So rest in peace to, to both of them. Um, what else has been going on? Uh, Nicki Minaj's cousin and them got <laughs> big balls. I, I'm real frustrated about this stuff. Right. And, and it really doesn't matter if I talk shit about Nicki because you know how she has her, uh, the Barbies, they don't listen to this motherfucking podcast. It's fine. Um, but the story goes that she was going into this rant about, maybe rant's too strong of a word, but she was discussing why she wasn't at the Met Gala last week or two weeks ago, however long ago it was. And she was saying that she wasn't there because they require a vaccination card and she hasn't been vaccinated. And she says, oh, well, I haven't done it yet because I'm trying to do more research. Because my cousins, friends, auntie, homie, whatever, you know, whatever the description was, she claimed that somebody uh, was getting married and they got the vaccine in Trinidad and and, and they ball swelled up so much <laughs> that it that the wedding is called off now, you know, and 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 they got really, really frustrating, frustrating for a few reasons. Right. Like like first and foremost, Joy Reid, who I absolutely love from MSNBC, called around about that. About like, look, you have 22 million followers on your platform. There's a lot of black and brown people dying from this. You can't be that irresponsible. And and Nikki tried to like, essentially tried to act as if Joy was. I don't know what the female version of Uncle Tom is, but that's what she tried to act like. Joy was was that. And like, fuck nah, you're not coming from Joy. Like, I've seen Joy through this entire Trump administration. She was one of the few, if not only voices, black voices going in hard in the paint every fucking night. So leave Joy Reid alone. Um, I feel frustrated for a few reasons because I feel like, you know, as far as like black entertainers and, and, and black people that are involved in like communication, whether it's like news or columnists or whatever, we have to be able to call each other out when something doesn't smell right without having the response be to somebody's a Tom, right? Because that's definitely not the case with this situation. I, I feel like the thing that bothers me the most about the Nikki shit, aside from the nuts thing, which has <laughs> been has been debunked, right? But the thing that bothers me the most about it is when people talk about I haven't gotten the vaccine yet or I'm doing more research, y'all niggas is getting on my nerves. And and I'll even call out a relative of mine that didn't get the vaccine for a long time. And we was beating his head in about getting it. And and the thing that frustrates me is he finally got it. And he was trying to keep it a secret. Like he told he told another relative of mine. And you know, you know, people don't hold motherfucking water. It's like, oh yeah, such such got the vaccine, right? And 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 I remember when when an uncle of mine asked this relative about whether or not he got the vaccine and he was like nope and i'm like why the fuck would you lie about that right and so the thing that ties into me that i think frustrates me about the nikki shit is that first and foremost when people talk about i haven't gotten it yet it frustrates me because it's like there should be no yet like you can get it anywhere you know um 
you just don't want to do it. So I respect that a little bit more if you say you just don't want to do it. The other thing is like when people say, I need to do more research. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, is there like a montage of you? Like, you know, every movie there's like a montage of somebody in the library <laughs> listening to Handle and, and then like have like glasses on and scribbling in a notepad and the next thing you know, they have a lab coat on with beakers and shit like that. Like, I don't understand what more research means, right? And I get more frustrated when there's a celebrity like Nikki because if Dr. Fauci is like the best person to talk to about this, I'm sure you can reach out to him. I'm sure that a lot of these people that are, especially celebrities, because I hold them in a different regard, because y'all have access to a doctor, to a virologist, to to answer these questions. The other part about this that I bring up the relative that got the vaccine is I think there's a lot of people that know they should get it, but they're going to stick to their guns out of some type of spite. So part of me is just like, how do we give people the ability to not have to jump out the window, right? Like we got to give people the ability to acknowledge they were wrong to do the right thing. And I don't know how that works, but it's a big, big thing that's happening um, with a lot more hip hop artists than you would probably expect. So, so yeah, um, I guess at the end of that, get motherfucking vaccinated. So I guess Michael K. Williams passed away, Anthony Johnson passed away, Nikki's cousin and them had big balls, get vaccinated. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks won the NBA championship. I think we're where we need to be as far as like <laughs> what we missed in the past few months. Oh yeah, Shang Chi movie came out, and I ain't say that to try to be uh, stereotypical. That's how they tried to say it in the movie. So I was trying to show love and not be an asshole about it. The movie was fucking great. Um, and even Aquafina was good in the movie, and that's a whole another conversation. If you guys want to check out Aquafina's like rap career. And Aquafina is the, the female Asian comedian that tries to do this black scent all the time. This shit is fucking annoying. It drives me up the fucking wall. And I don't know, since this movie came out, like this revisiting of a lot of her work, and it just, this shit just doesn't look good. But aside from that, you know, she's no worse than Tracy Morgan. And that's a whole other conversation that I'll get into for another day. I think I've been talking about 20 something minutes. I think I'm going to shut this up and shut this down. And I think that's it. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is an Eagle League podcast. So, go by the name of Preach Jacobs. Thank you all for listening. Once again, go to MoBetterSoul.com, enter code Negro to save 10% of your next motherfucking order, motherfucker. And um, yeah, check it out, uh, all the social media stuff. So, it's either Preach Jacobs or MoBetterSoul. Uh, go to PreachJacobs.co.co to check out free mixes that i've been making i haven't done one in a while i'll probably do one this week but it's all free music so go to the sessions section on the website and it's just a bunch of free ass dope ass music on there for you motherfucker and i also have the vinyl um 245s i had the baby blue 45 with the 10 year anniversary of the project analog for the song baptize and i have the joint with me tall black guy and sky zoo the black you can get all of that um, from the website, it's either going to be on mybettersoul.com or you can go to my bandcamp, which is preachjacobs.bandcamp.com. That is it. Thank you all for listening. Love all both of y'all for listening to this podcast. Peace.